that lets you save the okay. True form life. Don't let the weekend take over. Don't believe in the 80-20 nonsense of doing everything great throughout the week and then the 20% on the weekend. No, no, no. Keep your results coming by stacking up one day and one week, one after another, and that's where you're going to see results. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community wherever you may be listening. This show is... A bunch of little snippets. So if you guys aren't f- quite familiar with us on social media, we that's what we do. We're, we're all over social media. We're a parent. We do lives. We do reels. We do stories. We do posts. We've been doing that for years. That's kind of how we have grown our business, fortunately. And reels is kind of the thing right now. Everyone's doing reels. So we got to do reels too. <laughs> so obviously how social media works, they push the algorithms to do the kind of things that they want you to do for whatever reason. I think honestly, TikTok's blowing up. So everyone's kind of copying TikTok at the moment. We are on TikTok. That's just at Drew Tadia. Um, you can find us at facebook.com slash trueformlife and Instagram at Drew Tadia. We're all over. So for now, What we've done is we've put together 30 to 60 second clips. We grabbed them from social media and we threw them together in a show. I think they're pretty good clips. (laughs) You may disagree, but I thought why not throw those together in a show, podcast, audio format only so you guys could listen. So you're going to hear a bunch of different clips and there'll be splitters in between so you'll know that there's different topics. But my take on random topics that are going on, not just health and wellness, but around the world as well because some things just don't make sense (laughs) at any rate sit back and enjoy we got all that coming up this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host drew tadia you know what's incredible to me (laughs) is how many people post like I don't know, I think they're supposed to be funny like memes or like graphics or jokes. There's a good like number of people that have like social media pages for their cat. Like one page just for their pet. <laughs> or you see pop like so and so invited you to play this game. And I'm like, how do people have time for that? And then my initial point is it it's amazing to me how many people say, I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time for a 20-minute workout or a seven-minute Tabata. Meanwhile, you can see them on social media posting all this stuff that's got to take time to do, right? Acid reflex and indigestion is a direct link. It's a direct message to what your diet looks like. How you treat acid reflex and indigestion is a direct link to how you live your lifestyle. So if you are using Rolaids or Tums, for example, which is a quick fix, it causes relief 
instantly, but causes longer term issues with your digestion, that can reflect how in other areas of your life, those quick fixes don't exactly work. So change your diet, change your lifestyle. You can remove acid reflux. You can live without Tums, Rolaids, or indigestion medication by making lifestyle changes as a whole. If you have a job, you should be excited about that job. You should show up every single day ready to rock whatever task it is. The problem is, is we have this entitlement. Like, If we apply for a job, then we're like, oh, I don't want to do those tasks, even though that's part of your job, because we have entitlement. It's mind-blowing to me. If you don't like your job, there's tons of jobs out there, so you can go and apply to do another job that you may want to do. But as far as I can remember, there's always been more jobs than people willing to work. That's why you see those help wanted signs. Those movies like um, Cinderella Man about the depression really inspire me and make me want to work harder because our grandparents lived in a time where there wasn't enough jobs. People were struggling and fighting for jobs and now we import people because import workers because the people that live here don't want to do those jobs. And then we complain about the jobs that we have or show up miserable because we don't want to do the job that we have. <laughs> so buying food on the discount rack is a great way to save money. You know, especially now, there's a lot of things happening in the economy. A lot of people are pinching pennies and probably rightly so. But when I was started to eat cleaner foods, I was in college and university, I didn't have any money. I had to find ways to save money. I still wanted to eat clean. I wanted to have fresh produce. And I, like even today, I go, to the, I go to the discount rack all the time. I find bananas. They're like, they're gonna throw the food away anyways. I feel like someone should use it. I was embarrassed when I first started doing that because I didn't have any money. And I was like, people are gonna know I don't have any money. <laughs> But no one cares. Everyone's consumed with themselves. It's like they're going to the gym. Everyone thinks like everyone's watching you at the gym. And in most cases, they're only looking at themselves or taking selfies of themselves, right? They're not looking at you. Same thing at the grocery store. No one cares what's going in your cart. So find different ways to save money for your own benefit. And don't worry about what anyone else thinks. I don't really believe in chasing people for sales. I don't even believe in trying to talk people into buying things. To be honest with you, don't do any hard sales pitches. I know like when I call people or I send a message to people and I ask how they're doing or how the product's going, sometimes people are like, um, I'm not ready to order yet. And I'm genuinely wanting to know how the product is going or if they have any questions with it. But I understand how people are or how most businesses act. So it's a natural reaction. but. The thing is, is like, I remember people that I had to, like, was trying to like talk into or chase, like, ah, oh, maybe I'll order, maybe I'll order. But those people never really order. And if they do, they don't really turn into long-term customers. And that's the, how we want to help people through long-term support. And in many cases, they just don't understand the value. So kind of wasting your own time along with theirs by continuing to chase them or try to talk them into something, which is why we don't. We look for people that already understand our value. I don't think businesses know how bad their customer service is. That's gotta be it. Like when I think about how little many businesses try at offering quality customer service, like across the board, like if you're a business owner and you focused on one thing, I mean, of course you gotta have quality products, that's a given. 
you gotta have a quality product that works. It doesn't break, it's not cheap, unless you're Walmart or Amazon or some box store that no one cares about. Breaks gonna end up in the landfill. But if you're a business owner, of course your product has to work, but if you were to focus on one thing after that, let's say it was customer service, hands down you would stand out in your, in your industry because so many businesses offer such low quality customer service and I think that's because they don't know. I expect high quality service myself, I always have. So that's why we offer top quality service. And if we don't, there's a serious problem. Those are my thoughts around that. I remember this conversation clearly. This was years ago, I was doing personal training at a gym and I had this client that come up to me, I don't remember exactly how long it was, like a week or two, it was very early. We kind of just met, we've only worked together a few sessions, usually twice a week, um, especially to get started and she was all upset. And I said, what are you upset about? And she said, I, I stepped on the scale and I haven't lost any weight. And I said, how long have we been working together? <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the conversation, how many times have you worked out? Like it's, it was less than two weeks for sure. And then I said, okay, answer me this. How long has it taken you to gain the weight that you want to lose? And she thought for a moment and she said, I suppose it took about 10 or 15 years. And I said, so if it took you 10 or 15 years to gain all that weight, do you think you're going to lose it in two weeks? You know what's a tough one for me is that when you find something that works, like you see results and then you stop doing it. And this is part of self-sabotage. This is part of self-worth. It happens all the time across the board. It doesn't matter what industry it is, what business it is. But in fitness in particular, like most people struggle, like there's three main things people struggle with. That's relationship, usually intimate, but many people struggle with just regular relationships, finance and health, or even especially body image. And we struggle often our entire lives. And then you, you find a program that works and then you stop with that program. So you have to consider, do you feel like you deserve results or do you really want results? Because a lot of people say they want results and they don't. But if you find something that works, that's rare because everything works differently for different people. So if you're seeing results, it's so important to stick with it because you deserve it. I feel like we have to consider what it is that we want as we get older. Some people consider their health, they really put their health at the bottom of the list. And I was thinking about this the other day and I had a, had a few people that mentioned their, their age and it could be through retirement or it could be you're already been retired for a number of years. And I thought those are the most important years, right? Like the most important years are the years you're living right now, in my opinion, because tomorrow's promise to no one, but the most important years is as you retire, like you've worked your whole life. Like I'm not a huge retirement person, but you've worked your whole life to enjoy retirement. Imagine working your whole life, saving all your money, getting ready to travel vacation. And you are so unhealthy that you can't enjoy it that you can enjoy, you're not mobile, you're not active, you're not feeling good enough to travel, I think that would be a great travesty, which is why you should pay attention to your health right now. So I do strength and conditioning for a, a younger hockey group, a 13, 14 year olds, I love the age group for a number of different reasons. There's a couple that think that when I'm not like directly watching them, they, they kind of slack off or they stop working hard or they just quit the workout or the exercise early. 
and they think I don't know. But the, what's funny is that adults do this all the time. So when I'm teaching an adult class or we do most of our stuff online. So if some of our members aren't showing up for workouts or they're not working hard for workouts or they're not posting their nutrition or if they're not on track with nutrition, they think I don't know, <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's, it's a very direct relation or correlation. Like the adults, like a child think that they're like pulling the wool over my eyes. But the thing is, it doesn't really affect me. If he's not working out hard at workout, that's going to affect him on the ice. If the, if adults aren't working out hard, posting their meals, staying on top of nutrition, they're not going to see the results. So I thought that was worth mentioning. Being too busy is a mindset. It really is. We all have the same hours in the day. <laughs> and I think that in most cases, we need to prioritize. Like when you say I don't, when you say I'm too busy or I'm too busy for that, what you're really saying is, is I don't have time for that because the other priorities in my life are in the way or, or my other priorities are to the top of the list. And then everything below my priorities, I don't have time for, which I would say is more accurate. So everyone has the same hours in the day. Everyone has time for the things that they really want to do, which means they have time for what they prioritize most at the top of the list. Unfortunately, in most cases, fitness, nutrition, etc., that gets pushed down to the bottom of the list until it becomes a priority and it's moved up the list. Here's the problem with weighing yourself, which is why I dislike it so much. Right now, our members are absolutely rocking this 30-day challenge. We have people that are experiencing new places to work out. They're spending time with friends and family in a healthy manner, like working out together, making food together, eating together. People are losing inches on their waist. Their clothes are fitting better and, and the problem is is that once you weigh yourself and continue to step on the scale you forget like all it's like all that stuff doesn't matter all we want to see is those tangible results i'm not saying you should never weigh yourself it's really the biggest issue is when you continually weigh yourself over and over again i've talked to people that weigh themselves and don't even work out or don't even change their eating habits they're just kind of hoping that the scale is going down and not putting in any action so there's tons and tons of results that you can find in a program, but unfortunately it has been mostly found when you don't weigh yourself. 25% of gyms shut down from 2020 to 2022, 25%. That's crazy. Those gyms were not allowed to operate while businesses like Walmart, Ikea, Costco, we're allowed to stay open with a higher capacity because there's more space. Think about that for a second. And then I think it's well known that Walmart receives government subsidies, right? So tell me that Costco, Ikea, and those other box stores don't as well. And tell me it's not about the money. Less gyms that are open means more people on pharmaceuticals, more people on medication means more money for the government because we know they're hand in hand. They work hand in hand. Tell me it's not about the money. The fitness industry, or I would say health as a whole, it's a broken system. The system doesn't work in large part. And there's many different reasons for that. I mean, like perceived value, for example, like 
gyms like conventional gyms don't really work because they're lacking so many components of how you can actually help someone get healthy. But like the perceived value of showing up at a gym for 50, 60 bucks a month and not, and not having anything else included, you're paying on top of that. But people expect if you have a higher price program with a, a bunch of different benefits or a, a bunch of different services that could actually help improve, people still have that mindset of like, Oh, that's way more expensive than the gym. But the gym, it, it lacks so much. Just for example, like you don't have a meal plan. You don't have a workout plan. You don't have have that group support like how often does the gym call you and say hey you didn't show up that accountability means so much and if you don't have that accountability you're going outside to pay for it on top of that low fee which is one of the main reasons it doesn't work so I just that, did that video about taking care of your health, especially as you get older. Like we have this mindset of I'm older, I don't need to worry about my health or this is my health or my health is like this just because I'm older. But that, first of all, that's not true and it doesn't have to be that way. But you have to consider what it is that you want. Like if you want to be mobile, like do you want to play with your grandkids? Do you want to be able to get off your bed or get off a chair without grunting or struggling? We had someone in one of our groups called the walrus roll. <laughs> I never heard that before. They said they got off the ground. It didn't have to do the walrus roll. But I mean, so I did that video and someone wrote in and said, you know what? We we're supposed to go away this winter and our mobility was so bad. We decided not to go. And I said, like, I appreciate people being honest and just reinforcing that, not just for me, but for you. But that's the fact of the matter is, is that we have to take care of our health, especially as we get older. And here's the thing is that it's not too late. Like you can still make a change, but you have to take action. One of the hardest things to explain to entrepreneurs is that you have to keep trying. So I'll talk to someone, I'll talk to a business owner, and we'll be talking about marketing and what could work or what has worked, what hasn't worked. And then, and often they'll be like, oh, I tried that, doesn't work. I tried that, doesn't work. And like, there's such a small scope of like, if you're willing to try something one time and never again, you narrow your scope so much. It's incredible. And what I'm talking about is your scope of success. You have to keep trying things then you tweak one thing and you try again maybe it wasn't the right time maybe it wasn't the right place maybe it wasn't the right population maybe you tried it six months or a year ago and now you're in a new place business-wise and you can reach more people or new people but you have to keep trying I can't tell you how many times I talk to business owners and they're like "Eh, I've tried that before it doesn't work so if you open your mind and continue to try you will find success but you have to keep going He's having a good time in the office with Dad. <laughs> you should expect to pay more for products and services. That's a tough one to get our, our brains wrapped around because we always want the cheapest. How much does it cost? How much can I afford? I can't afford that. Those are limiting mindsets, limiting beliefs. <laughs> but if you have a low quality product, you're gonna get, you get what you pay for. So if you pay more, you're getting more, you're getting better quality, you're getting more substance, you're getting more bang for your buck. Now, if you're a business owner and you're at the bottom of the barrel, you're always offering the lowest quality services and products, then you're competing with places like Walmart and Amazon who are billion dollar companies you can't possibly compete with. So that's why your your value is so low, you're not able to offer more because people aren't paying more and you're not able to pay your own bills. Are we too trusting as a society? 
I was thinking about this, like, I want to believe that there's good in every person or that every person is a good person. We understand that's not exactly how things go, the world we live in. That might be a bit naive. But for, for me, it's a, it's a lower level of trust in this regard. Like when we, we sometimes we put products out or we ship products and they haven't been paid for yet. And we usually only do that for people that... Uh, have paid in the past or recurring customers rarely do it with that for the first time customer. And, and sometimes you get burned and you move on from those individuals. We don't want to work with them for obvious reasons, but I was looking at this, uh, this videos for a, a dating app and they're horror stories. And I think like we're so trusting when we go out with someone, for example, we trust them not just to show us a good time, but hopefully not to disrespect us, um, violate in, in different ways. And I feel like it's a dangerous place to be in even though I want to be trusting of everyone. Are you willing to break up with your beliefs? I feel like that's a powerful statement. Most of the time we've been doing the same thing for years. We have the same excuses. We have the same reasons why something won't work for us. Why no meal plan ever works, will ever work for us. Well, I'm just too busy and don't have time for workouts. We have the same thought process that brings us to the position where we're in today, where we have lack of energy, lack of motivation. We're not inspired throughout the day. We're just kind of dragging ourselves. We hate what we see in the mirror. That's because of the beliefs that we continually remind ourselves over and over again. So the first thing you should ask yourself is if, are you willing to break up with your beliefs? Try something new, make some small adjustments in your life. That will make big change. When someone cancels one time, they almost always cancel another time. So I've been doing my show, Exploring Mind and Body, a radio show and podcast, almost 12 years, maybe over 12 years, 500 shows. And I, I'm not exactly forgiving <laughs> when someone cancels. And I know everyone deserves a, a second chance and we should be understanding. But here's my experience over the years is that almost every single time when someone cancels the first time, they cancel the second time. So you're sitting there waiting. Sometimes you plan your whole day around a call because you need 45 minutes, you need an hour, you need to prep. And you're up, usually talking to publicists, going back and forth. You get all the details, you get a bio picture, etc. All that's got to be done beforehand. And then they cancel. And then the next time you book them, they cancel again. It's a giant waste of time, which is why I rarely do it twice. I was reading this article on cod liver oil and I couldn't believe the health benefits. Incredible. I'm going to start taking them myself. <laughs> But I thought it was so cool how they talked about kids used to line up at school to get cod liver oil. Now they line up for other reasons, <laughs> maybe for a different video, but sometimes parents would give their kids cod liver oil before they left the school. People, a bunch of people commented. At any rate, I was walking around the pharmacy looking for some homeopathic stuff for a little guy, teething stuff, and um, I couldn't believe the junk. I could not believe the junk. I was blown away. And that's everywhere. Grocery stores, pharmacies, health food stores across the line. And I thought, how do we get from there to here? And the problem is, is that we're not willing to do the work. That's like, we're not in it for long term. We want quick pills, potions, powders. We want the colorful stuff that tastes good. We don't want to wait in line for the cod liver oil. And I feel like that's a serious problem. And you can get so much more benefits from the long term. 
Intensity is rarely the issue when it comes to seeing results through workouts. It's almost never the issue. Of course, you have those outliers or people that have been doing consistent workouts over time and they don't have that consistency or they don't work out hard enough, but that's very few. In most cases, it's you have to look at two things. You have to look at consistency, first of all. How often are you working out? So to see results at a minimum, you should be working out three times a week at the very least. Two is more for maintenance or to maintain what you have, depending on where you're at. But in most cases, you have to work out three times as a start to see results. Um, and then you mix in other things for another video. And then the other one is how long have you been doing your three times a week workouts? Most people are all or nothing people. They jump in too quick. They got to do cardio. They got to do workouts. They got to do weights and then they get injured or they lose focus or they realize it's too hard. So starting off slow, being consistent and then considering intensity. Those that just had a fantastic week of workouts, you did your meal plan and you worked hard all throughout the week. You stayed on track with nutrition and hydration and supplementation. Don't let the weekend take over. Don't believe in the 80-20 nonsense of doing everything great throughout the week and then the 20% on the weekend. No, no, no. Keep your results coming by stacking up one day and one week one after another and that's where you're gonna see results. I was just listening to this podcast and the host was fighting for time, air time or voice time, however you want to put it, with the guest. It was like they, were, they, weren't, they weren't arguing, they were talking over each other and it wasn't a great interview. So here's the thing. I have some advice. I've been on air for over 12 years, have over 500 shows banked. And my experience would lead me to believe the best interviews to listen to and host is if the host asks questions, good questions, and allows the guest to answer. But on the flip side, the guest has to stop and allow the host to ask good questions, not just ramble on like a giant monologue. I'm a big fan of stretching. I would say stretching is almost as important as a workout itself. The problem is, is if you are not stretching on a regular basis, you're more prone to injuries or chronic recurring injuries. If you're always injured, then you're not going to be able to work out consistently, which means you're not going to be able to see the results you're looking for. I'm a big fan of rollers or tennis balls, these little tools to help roll out knots and elongate those muscles. What you should be doing before workout is called dynamic stretching. That's, that's stretching through movement. Then you get your workout in and afterwards it's static stretching, which is holding. So during the workout, we're making our muscles shorter and tighter. After the workout, we have to make them longer so we're less susceptible to knots and, in, and tearing through injuries. So get your stretching in so you can be consistent with workouts and continue to see those results. It's interesting to me how people seem to base their importance on how busy they are. Like the busy, the busier they are, the more important they feel or the busier they tell people that they are, the more important. I got so many appointments. I got such a busy day. I got so much going on. Like 
I'm so important. Like <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything in my opinion. Like I, I work incredibly hard, at least in my opinion. And I, but I don't, I'd rather not, like I'd rather not be so busy or not have a day jam packed with everything. I'd rather hang out and do nothing or hang out with my family or spend time on the beach and have a business running without being so busy. This guy showed me his calendar one time. We we're talking about business and he says, soon your calendar is going to look like this. And I'm like, I don't want my calendar to, to look like that. I don't want a day jam packed. It doesn't make me feel any more important to have a super busy day. So consider that. I think the most successful people have more relaxed days. Passive aggressive. I have such a problem with this. Passive aggressive is worse than being outright mean, rude, inconsiderate. It's like all of those things, but it's sneakily, like you're pretending you're not, but you are. And then people think that no one knows how they're behaving. And on top of that, they feel bad, so they give you a gift afterwards. Like you know when you treat someone horribly, and then they give you a gift, <laughs> or you give them a gift in this scenario, like it's not okay that you can't treat people however you want, regardless of how you do it in this case, passive aggressively, and then give them a gift like, Oh, not like not really saying anything, not acknowledging, like not coming out right and saying, I apologize. I shouldn't act like that. You give them a gift and pretend nothing happened. It's not okay. All right. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of exploring mind and body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this slightly different format. If you it did, if you did enjoy the show, feel free to shoot us a message. You can find us on any social media platform. Let us know that you enjoyed the show, and we'll we'll do some more. And if you didn't really enjoy it, I don't mind hearing that feedback as well. So go go ahead and send us a message and tell us that you'd prefer the regular interview or solo show that without so many breaks. Regardless, we're always trying to bring you information that can help around wellness health wellness nutrition fitness is what we do so um, i'm going to leave you with that once again thank you so much for being here that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew tadia in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.